Manx Radio Sport. Hello, hello. Good evening, sports fans. My, my. It is lovely being in your company once again. But let's not mess around, shall we? Coming up on tonight's Friday Sport Preview, history is made for Isle of Man cricket as its first ever national women's team makes its debut in Spain. I think it's a, a, a massive uh, achievement, really, for the Isle of Man Cricket Association. The Manx Rams are ready to take on some tough competition in the Under-17s Europe Netball Challenge in Gibraltar. I don't think any match is going to be easy. And simply close your eyes and point. Whatever you land on is bound to be an excellent game this weekend as things heat up in the Mixed Hockey League. It's really good looking tasty this weekend. I'm Rianne Evans. Thank you for your company this evening, my friend. Now lie down, relax and let the sports commence. Starting with history being made today for Isle of Man cricket. The island's first ever national women's cricket team is currently in Spain, competing in the T20 multi-nations tournament at Desert Springs. I say competing. The squad's debut match was against Sweden. However, the match is currently being delayed due to poor weather. The squad is there until Monday the 14th and over the next four days they'll go up against Spain, Sweden, Norway and Italy. A live stream of all the matches will be available on the Isle of Man Cricket Facebook page. Don't worry, you'll be able to find the link to that on this story at manxradio.com on our sports page. Manx Radio Sport Looking to netball now, and the Manx Rams have started their under-17s Europe Netball Challenge campaign very strong with a dominating win over Switzerland. The Isle of Man came out fighting with countless intercepts all the way down the court and patient attacking play that saw them end the first quarter 15-3 up. Switzerland did come back on and step up their game though in quarter two, but starting as they mean to go on, the Rams kept their foot heavily pressed down, which led to a half-time score of 33-11. In quarter three, the Rams pushed on with fresh legs and new combinations on court, but it didn't disrupt the flow of the game. Quarter three finished 44-19. The Manx side continued to impress throughout the game's entirety, finishing with a 59-23 win in their opening game of the tournament. A big day lies in store for the Rams tomorrow, though, when they play arguably not one, but two of their biggest competitors of the tournament. First up is the UAE at 11 o'clock. That's 11 o'clock our time. The Manx side then returns to the court at 6 o'clock tomorrow evening to battle it out with the Republic of Ireland. All the matches are being streamed live, so if you'd like to shout aggressively at your television or computer screen to cheer them on, then you can find the link to watch on the Isle of Man Netball Facebook page. Manx Radio Sport. Football now, and with the last two weeks being rained off, footballers the island over will be praying for good weather this weekend to be able to match their feet to some balls. Starting tonight in the Canada Life Women's Floodlit Cup when Castletown take on Douglas Royal. This is the start of the uh, Canada Life uh, Women's Floodlit Cup and unusual fixtures this year, uh, that uh, We've got a few uh, Friday night games that are going to be going ahead. We just changed it around a little bit for the girls. Uh, 8.40 kickoff, always a bit of a, a stickler for that one because uh, it's a little bit late. You've been hanging around all day, but it means you can go and have a beer afterwards and uh, then go home and, and enjoy the morning and enjoy Sunday morning. Uh, but uh, certainly Castan against Douglas Royal, there should be one convincing winner in this, and that is Douglas Royal. Uh, Douglas Royal sort of at the moment rebuilding with new players coming through. Castletown have struggled a couple of times to get teams out but it should make for a good game on a Friday night and that's why I go for Royal to win. 
And how's women's football on the island in general at the moment? Well, it's good. You're probably thinking about uh, the Lionesses, how it went there, and will it filter through? I know you're heavily involved in sport. And at the moment, it's um, it's okay. Uh, it's just sort of uh, getting players in there on a regular basis. They've got things to do. They play other sports as well. Uh, but, you know, the big game that was played a couple of weeks ago, which was Corinthians against Royal, uh, sorry, Corinthians against Peel, uh, Corinthians won 3-0. So that just gives you an indication of possibly where the trophies are going to go. But I'm certain that Douglas Royal will play their part in it somewhere along the line. And uh, Peel will be looking to correct things to see if they can stop Corinthians from winning them trophies. And the Alaman FA is actually looking for a um, apology ambassador for women's and girls football to try and help the development along a bit. Do you have any extra information about that? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's all on the website, so you can have a little uh, read on it. Um, Simon Elson is the women's development officer, but um, it's just one of those initiative from the English FA, something that's come out from the Lionesses' success. And um, what they're trying to do is just find someone to, um, you know, support anyone out there who either wants to play football, get involved with women's football, just the whole package, really, and just take, um, you know, a little bit more pressure off Simon. But it's uh, something that they're going to support, they're going to fund. So we, if we can find the right person, it might be just uh, the right sort of appointment for someone to uh, develop one or two players who maybe are thinking about going into senior women's football as we've seen the success story with Castletown this year coming in, um, it might just help them. So that's the plan. Fab. And we'll put extra details uh, on the Alman Sports page if you're interested in applying. Um, OK, so let's look at tomorrow, Saturday the 12th. In the Canada Life Premier League, we have Union Mills versus Ramsey. Douglas Royal take on Corinthians. St John's versus Onkin. Russian take on Moran. Peel versus Douglas High School Old Boys and St George's versus Laxey. So what are we looking at tomorrow? Well, I think um, we're looking for some good weather, please, because uh, over the last couple of weeks, we've lost near enough uh, both sets of uh, fixtures right the way through the Saturday and the Sunday. Uh, But at the moment, it's getting interesting because uh, I know you take a little bit of uh, sort of interest in Manx football and with FC Isle of Man uh, sort of uh, taking a lot of players out of the system. It's uh, bringing a couple of teams uh, into it and uh, Union Mills at the moment and St John's are two of the teams that everyone's uh, looking at because uh, they've played well, got plenty of points, uh, scoring plenty of goals and playing some good football. So let's have a look down the the list of the teams. Uh, Union Mills against Ramsey. Ramsey slipped off uh, the radar a little bit over the last uh, two or three games. Union Mills absolutely flying. Uh, Paul Guyver's done a tremendous job there, scoring plenty of goals. Jordan Crawley's uh, been looking good for the Millers. So you've got to go for Millers, I think, just to sneak that one. Douglas Royal against Corinthians. Derby, uh, Corinthians have uh, got a strong team. I'm hearing a rumour that maybe one or two uh, FC Alaman players are back from injury. Uh, I think uh, certainly one will be uh, Dan Simpson and I'm hearing about others as well so we'll wait and see what the team news is from that one. Uh, but Douglas Royal is the same where they're missing uh, maybe one or two players who are playing for FC Alaman so it'll make uh, Michael Fitzmaurice's uh, sort of options a little bit harder for him. So go Corinthians in that one. So John's against Onken. Um, certainly Onken with the good players that they've got in there. I think Tom Creer will play. So he'll uh, hopefully get the goals that uh, can win that game for them. So John's will just want to sort of get back on winning ways. They've sort of slipped up a little bit with a couple of fixtures. And then with those uh, two, three weeks, it hasn't helped them. Uh, but I think uh, St. John's should have enough strength. Russian against Moran. Russian superb performance recently in their last game. And against Moran, they should win that. 
Peel against the old boys. Peel top of the table. Results in great form. Uh, so uh, I see all the points going to Peel. And then Sir George's against Laxey. If what I'm hearing is true, Chris Bass and uh, Sean Quay have stepped down from FC Isle of Man and uh, will be playing for St George's. And I think uh, Kieran McNulty is going to be in that squad as well. So St George's is going to be extra strong now with three quality players like that coming in. I just think Johnny Palmer's uh, team will just find it too tough. Looking at Div 2, we have Jim's versus Governor's Athletic, Douglas Athletic versus Braddon, Michael take on Foxdale and St Mary's take on Colby. That one's at 1.45. Yeah, St Mary's Colby kicks off 1.45 uh, just at the bowl. Uh, so uh, St Mary's playing some good football at the moment. Colby have uh, got uh, Jordan Edge to thank for all the goals and the points that he's gained for them this season. Uh, but I think uh, St Mary's will prove too strong, so I'll go for St Mary's. Michael against Foxdale. This is going to be a, a good fixture, this, because Michael have come from nowhere this season. Uh, Michael Corlett and the team down there have done a tremendous job in uh, getting Michael in the position that they are. As were with uh, Foxdale, They've covered the cracks where they've lost one or two sort of players. And I think um, certainly at the moment uh, they'll hopefully try and get a result out of this one. But it's going to be tough, so I'm going to go for a draw. Douglas Athletic against Braddon. Douglas Athletic conceding an awful lot of goals. Braddon scoring plenty of goals, so it's going to go one way, I think. And that's Braddon. And uh, Jim's against uh, Governors. Chance for Governors to try and take something out of this one, but I just think Jim's will be too strong, and that's why I'm going to go for them to win. And then moving on to Combi 1, we have Ramsey versus Union Mills. Corinthians take on Douglas Royal. Onken take on St John's. Moran versus Russian. Douglas High School Old Boys versus Peel. It's always a bit of a lottery, this one, trying to pick the winners of a combination because players can come in, uh, players can go out, stepping up to the first team, but... Uh, Ramsey against uh, Union Mills. Ramsey should just have enough, so I'll go for Ramsey to win. Uh, Corinthians against Douglas Royal. Corinthians are strong, uh, so th- three points on the board for them. Onken against uh, St John's, another close battle. The reason why I say that, St John's still hold that uh, combination two trophy that they won last season, and there's still plenty of those players still there, so a bit of quality uh, against uh, a youngish Onken side, so John has to win. Moran against Russian, Russian absolutely flying. 15 goals last week and uh, I know that um, you know Tessa uh, always uh, looking out because her boyfriend plays for Russian so I'm going to go for uh, Russian to uh, win that one and Old Boys against Peel Peel you know should beat Old Boys comfortably Peel second in the league Old Boys conceded those 15 goals last week Was there a little bit of scandal in that game last week? In the Russian game? In the Russian game Um, Scandal the only thing I could sort of think of possibly is that Players were not playing for the first team, so that meant that they could drop down into the combination. I wouldn't say it's scandal. It's within the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, players that haven't been available a week before and then a pick for the first team, if they play for the combination, then they can drop back in, and that's what happened, and it just made them a little bit stronger. Yeah. It happens in any walks of football, mm. uh, but uh, Douglas High School old boys are struggling in that league. They haven't got a point on the board at the moment, and... I think uh, Tessa Hawley was quite happy with the performance because uh, it means that she can uh, sort of concentrate on the next game and oh, hopefully yeah, I think win she's there. fine with the rules. <laughs> um, combi 2, uh, Malou take on Douglas District. Yep. Sorry. And uh, Foxdale take on Michael. Castletown versus Paul Rose. And Colby will take on St Mary's. Yeah, Malou against uh, Douglas and District. Uh, Douglas and District to uh, top of the table. They've been fortunate in a way, but again, just talking about rules. 
Uh, I think there's three games now they've uh, gained the points back because they lost the games, but because the opposition played an ineligible player, it means that they get the points. Um, so I'm going to go for D&D, maybe just to win it. I don't know how strong Malou are, but Dean Kinley's the main for them. Uh, he scored a hat-trick last week, and if they can stop him, then they may be able to get the points. Foxtel against uh, Michael. Michael's combi just doing as good as like the first team, but I think Foxtel will be too strong, so go for them. Castletown against uh, Paul Rose. Paul Rose, I think, will win this. I know Paul Rose haven't got a first team, but uh, they've still got some good players in that team. And Colby against uh, St Mary's. I have to go to St Mary's. I watched them a couple of weeks ago. Very strong team, so that's why I've gone for the Marys. And then just a quick look ahead to Sunday, we have the Canada Life Women's Floodlet Cup between Malou and Peel. That's taking place at 3.40 at the Bowl. And then we also have in the Masters, uh, 2 p.m. kickoff, Peel versus Douglas and District. That's at Peel and Governors Athletic versus Onkin at the Bowl. Let's have a look at uh, the Canada Life uh, Women's Floodlet game because it's uh, Malou who's sort of uh, new into the league. They've done really well, but, uh, you know, Peel... I'll be disappointed with the way it went for them a couple of weeks ago. So I'd expect uh, Peel and everyone else. I know the one or two players missing. I think uh, Becky Corkus is away playing cricket, so she won't be available. In the uh, Masters games, Peel against uh, Douglasson District. Got to go for uh, Peel to win. Peel, one of the favourites uh, to win this. But again, with Masters football, it's always difficult because uh, players available through Family commitments, work commitments, everything else. D&D have struggled a couple of games to field to a team, but they've got one this week, hopefully. And Governors Athletic against Onken. Good battle. Governors Athletic have got a, a few of their uh, combination first team players that are in there. Uh, a little bit older, uh, but uh, they're still good players against an Onken team, which, again, I don't know how strong they're going to be. And just something on this, read: really, there will be a minute silence at all the games this weekend. It gives the, the opportunity for all the players and everyone else to uh, put their thoughts out there. Manx Radio Sport. Hockey now, and you'd be hard fought to find a boring game this weekend. I caught up with Ben Cunningham earlier today to talk about tomorrow's fixtures. Okie dokie. So we're looking at this weekend's fixtures. So that's Saturday the 12th. We'll start in the Prem. In the Prem, we have Castletown Celts versus Backers Mixed A, Valkyries Mixed A versus Vikings Mixed A, Backers Mixed B versus Valkyries Mixed B, and Vikings Mixed B versus Ramsey Mixed A. So what are the standout matches there and uh, what are you predicting? Um, standout games for me, I reckon, are going to be the um, Backers A v Castletown Celts game. That'll be a really close game. Castletown Celts have really had a good season, but Backers as they are top of the league at the minute so it's going to be a hard task for Castan I think to get one over back as they elsewhere I mean Vikings AV Valkyries A that could be a close one as well uh, Valkyries A are only just below uh, Vikings in the league but Vikings A have met in this league before and they uh, Vikings A did come out on top so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out and then the Vikings B game against Ramsey A, that's a bottom of the league uh, clash, that one. So that one will be really close. But then I think, to be honest, you could say all the games in this league this weekend are all quite titled, deciding games. Will be good ones to watch. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Um, so who are you predicting for that last game, Backers B versus Valkyrie? I'm going to go for a Backers B win there. Ooh, okay. Just. Okay, let's move on to Division 1. And we have Vikings Mixed D versus Vikings C. Backers C versus Valkyrie C and Harlequins A versus Castletown Southerners. Yeah, Vikings Derby, you know, it could go either way. I mean, the D team did win against the C team last time they met, so it, 
it could be interesting to see what happens. Maybe the D team could do it again, or the C team might pull one back over the D team this time. Uh, Harlequins against Castown Southerners. This is actually going to be the final in the uh, mixed uh, plate in a few weeks' time, so this will be really interesting to see how it plays out. could be a, an eye-opener or a taster to see what the final may, may look like. Are you yourself in that team? I'm not in that team, no. Okay. I, I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> and then um, the back is C, Valkyrie C game. Valkyrie C are top of the league, but they have lost a few points in the last few games, so it'd be interesting to see if they can pick their form back up, but Harlequins A are chasing them. And it is going to be a real push right to the end. But I think Valkyrie C probably will just come out on top on that game. In Division 2, we have Vikings E versus Valkyrie's D, Castletown Camegs versus Ramsey Rookies and Ramsey Ravens versus Castletown Crushers. So what are you looking out for in this division? I'm looking at the uh, Castletown Camags game against Ramsey Rookies. Camags top of the league, but Ramsey Rookies have been pulling off a few results here and there. They've not had the best this season, but then when they've been asked to, you know, pull off a result, they have done it. Viking Z against Valkyrie's D, that'll be a really close one as well, I reckon. And then Ramsey Ravens, who are currently chasing Castown Camags, are against Castown Cushags, who are bottom of the league. And I think Ramsey Ravens are just going to come out on top on that one. But who knows, Castown might surprise us. Seems like a weekend of, like, Whichever one you pick to watch, it's going to be a good one by the sounds of it. This weekend, really, every league has just got some really big games coming up. But now we're into the really tasty part of the mm-hmm. season, the last, the final run-up to Christmas of the mixed season. And then after Christmas, it becomes men's and ladies' leagues. But it's it's really good looking tasty this weekend. Excellent. And then we have Division 3. So we've got Harlequins Mixed City versus Backers Colts, Castletown Cosney versus Harlequins B, and Castletown Carrick versus Valkyrie's Colts. So Harlequins C against Backers Colts. Backers Colts, top of the league. Harlequins C are currently, I think they're about third or fourth in this league. Um, it'll be an interesting one, this one. Backers Colts are top of the league and they've been scoring goals for, for fun. But... When these two met last in the league, Backers Colts only just won it in the last minute, 3-2. So it'd be interesting to see if Harlequin C uh, can do it. I hope so, as I'll be playing in this game. So I really hope we can uh, get the win we need. Fingers um, crossed for you. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, Castown Cosney against Harlequins B. That one will be close as well. When these two met, it ended level pegging. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see if maybe one team can come out on top in this one. And then Castown Carrigs against Vikings Colts, uh, sorry, Valkyrie's Colts. Uh, Valkyrie's Colts are a very young team and credit to them because some weeks they've only been able to get 11 out, some weeks they've only been able to get 10 out, but they've stuck at it and, you know, they've done their club proud and there's a lot of them, their players got such a promising future ahead of them. Manx Radio Sport. And in rugby, it's also a weekend of close matches. It's not been the best season so far for Douglas in the regional two Northwest Division or Vagabonds in the county's three ADM Lancashire Cheshire League. But both Manx sides have the opportunity to change their fortunes this weekend. Dave Christian has more for you. Douglas are at home this weekend. Broughton Park, the visitors, and uh, Broughton Park and Douglas have very, very similar playing records. Uh, Douglas have won one from nine, Broughton Park two from nine. Uh, the only thing that separates them really is that win, uh, the additional win for Broughton Park. 
Uh, on paper as well, the points for and against is very, very similar. I think uh, Broughton Park are averaging an uh, 11, uh, 11 point deficit uh, per game. Douglas a little bit higher, but not that much. So uh, on paper, at least, it looks pretty tight. Uh, much will depend on what sort of side Broughton Park can bring over to the island. Teams can't always travel with their first choice 15. And of course, the weather conditions, which are at the moment a little bit damp, but uh, looking ahead to the forecast, it uh, looks okay for Saturday afternoon at least. And uh, we may well see, if we've had a little period of drying out, we may see the ground firming up a little bit, which could play into Douglas's strengths. And they're definitely capable of pulling off a win against Broughton Park. That will depend on travel and strength and weather, though. But uh, with home advantage, you've got to give Douglas your backing. Kind of a similar story in the County's 3 ADM Lancashire Cheshire League. Uh, Vagabond's not having the greatest season so far, but could be in for a win this weekend. Yeah, and uh, Vagabonds have been a little bit harder to put a finger on, to be honest. Uh, Douglas, we know that uh, perhaps uh, for the league that they're in, they're a little bit light in the forwards. Vagabonds should be perhaps a bit more competitive than they are. They've got some great players up there. Um, we've got Mark Oldfield, Ross Pullman, Paul Howard. Uh, them boys all been involved in the back row, highly, highly experienced. And Joe Lowe's no stranger as well in the uh, in the front row of the scrimmage. Uh, they've had also a quite a settled side too, so it's it's difficult to see exactly where things are going wrong for them. Um, I visited Bella Fletcher for a game against New Brighton uh, a couple of weeks back now, and uh, New Brighton were all over them like a rash. And if New Brighton hadn't of squandered so many chances, the score would have been much bigger than it actually finished up. So uh, I think Vaga's got a little bit of work to do behind the scenes, but uh, leading from the front, Matt Rockwell up there, only a proper hooker. If you cut his arm off, he's going to bleed white, black and gold, which are the Vagabond's colours. He's a Vagabond man through and through. There's nobody more passionate about that club than Rocky. And with him leading the team, uh, his uh, sort of inspirational quality is going to come off on everybody else. Port Sunlight, the visitors this week. Uh, Port Sunlight not been going so well in their league campaign either. Similar playing record, as you say. Uh, and I think uh, Vagabond's got a realistic chance. The big game, Vagabond's against Port Sunlight. And uh, I'm going to be fingers crossed for a Vagabond win, but uh, they really need to start up in their performance a little bit. And you've got two games in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield. Uh, Southern Nomads versus Ramsey and Eastern Barbarians versus Western Vikings. What are you expecting from those games? Yeah, well, the, the first uh, thing I guess to point out is to the Ravenscroft Rank Shield has been a bit of a hybrid competition. We've got Ramsey and Southern Nomads head and shoulders better than everybody else and haven't agreed to field slightly weaker teams just to get the others to, to take part, really. And uh, fair play to the two clubs for agreeing to do that at the start of the season. It's been working so far, but just starting to see the odd little crack appearing here and there now. Ramsey and Southern Nomads both have games in the Cheshire Bowl next week. Uh, Ramsey are away at Ellesmere Port and Southern Nomads away at Hoylake. This fixture purposely put in, so instead of playing those hybrid teams that they have to at the start of the season, uh, both clubs can put on full-on first teams and give their Cheshire Bowl sides a run out ahead of next week's uh, bowl ties. So that would be a full-on game down there. It should be, on paper at least, a Ramsey win, but the last time the two met was in the Cheshire Bowl itself, and Ramsey won that one by 24-19, just five points in it. So uh, down at Balakilia on Saturday afternoon, uh, this could go either way. 
the other game a little bit more difficult to predict. East of Barbarians is a hybrid between Douglas and Vagabond second teams. Neither club got uh, sufficient players to pull out a full second team, so they've joined together. It worked for a few weeks, and then it hasn't worked really since. Uh, they're struggling to get the players to buy into the concept, and uh, well, I mean, it's worked in the past for Ramsey and Southern Nomads. There's no reason why it shouldn't work for Douglas and Vagabonds, but uh, it really does need the players to buy into that concept. If they buy in down there on Saturday afternoon, uh, we should see a pretty close game. They're both down at the bottom end of the table, uh, Western Vikings and Eastern Barbarians. Vikings for their first win on paper, and uh, fingers crossed if, uh, if the team selection goes right for them, they might just get it this week. Manx Radio Sport. And finally, the Isle of Man men's volleyball team is in action once again this weekend. The Manx side is competing in round one of Volleyball England's National Shield competition. A live stream of the match will be put up on the Isle of Man Volleyball Facebook page tomorrow afternoon at 1.30. And that's all for tonight's Friday Sport Preview. Thank you very much for keeping me company. Dave Moore will be with you tomorrow on Saturday Sport Classified 5 till 6 on Manx Radio's AM Frequency. So have a lovely weekend and if you're competing in any sport at all, play hard, play safe, have fun and remember the most important thing. It's not the taking part that counts. It's the winning. Good night.